Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm your brother Israel Benjamin. And this is Mrs. Benjamin. This is another episode of Things Your Pastor Won't Tell You. Yes. Today's episode is all about name calling. Yeah, we talk about ghetto names, man. <laughs> ghetto names. People tend to call many of the unique names given to black Americans ghetto, hood, and unhirable. Now, is this because they're not typical English, German, or French names? Some aren't that Arabic or Spanish sounding either. Those, I think, are a little more acceptable to society. Sure, there aren't, you know, a whole lot of people with these names. But, what is my point here, anyway? Tell us. I'm not going to answer that yet. Okay. But, we'll start off with this. Proverbs 22, verse 1. What does that say? What do you think it says? Before you even look at it. What proverb talks about a name? What is it? What does it say? What do you think? It talks about the respect of a name. I don't know. It says a good <laughs> name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Proverbs twenty-two verse one: A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Mm. Now we have to ask the question: What is a good name? Is a good name a name that is given to you by your parents? Because there's people with good names in that sense that were horrible people. That's true. And then there's, you know, people who have names that are unfamiliar or very unique that have done some great things. Uh, Basically, your name is a representation of who you are and who you are is more important than what you have. So if you're saying that we are the Benjamins, we expect like our children to represent us well. So is it reputation as well? Yes. As the given name? I think so. So reputation. Some people, they don't even get in the door to even show up and be able to express their representation. or Not representation. Express their reputation Mm -hmm. because... Of what their name might mean to some people. That's true. Now, that's what we mean by when we said that it is termed by some to be unhirable. Mm-hmm. For the individuals who can't get through the door because of your name, this segment is for you. We talking to you. Yeah. It says a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches because some people can't even get to those riches because of certain segments of society, you know, certain segments of society not allowing you to get in to make some money. Because you're prejudged before they even see you. A little bit of prejudgment. Now, again, digging through the scriptures, there's a lot of different people who um, had intervention by God. God intervened. And either gave them a name before they were born. True. Or after they were born. Mm -hmm. You know, he changed their name. Or he gave them names when they were created. Like Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, they didn't have parents to give them a name. No human parents, that is. 
they were the first and only human parents when they had their children. Um, but God was their parent and God named Adam and Eve. It says Adam and Eve are English representations of the names God gave the first two human beings on the planet. Mm-hmm. Abram's name, right? A few chapters later in Genesis, um, we've been talking about Abraham a lot. You know, important person, you know, pretty important. You know, it says through him, all the nations of the world will be blessed. So Abram was his name. And then his name was changed to Abraham. Mm -hmm. Isaac was named by God in Genesis 17. Yes. Isaac, before he was even born, he was given his name Isaac by God. Uh, Jacob, his name was changed to what, babe? Israel. Okay. <laughs> All right. Israel Benjamin. That's, that's yeah, I get my name from this brother, Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob, the hill catcher, became Israel, the prince of God. Or some say, uh, God is my sovereign or, or God is my ruler. They say that that's the meaning of the name. Or Now... Perhaps it is all those things. Um, but specifically, it comes from two different words in Hebrew. Sarah, which is the same name that Sarah had. Um, but in Hebrew, it means like prince. Mm-hmm. And then El, God. So, like, it could be saying that God is is this ruler. God is a sovereign over my life. God is the prince or the head over my life. Or it could be saying that I am a prince to God. If God is king, then I'm a prince mm. under him. Deep. So, Jacob's name was changed to Israel. Now, we can go on and on. We can even talk about the cousins of the New Testament, John the Baptist and Jesus. Both of them. Both of them. Before they were born, they had names given to them. Or given to their parents by God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, speaking of Jesus, did you know that even though God the Father named the Son Jesus during his earthly pilgrimage as a man, there were other people in the Bible with the same name? No, I didn't know that. There were other people in the Bible with the same name Jesus. How about the fact that the name Jesus is actually equal to Joshua? Oh. Did you know that? I've heard that, yes. Jesus and Joshua are the exact same name. Obviously, they sound different, right? (laughs) Yeah, very different. (laughs) How do you get from Joshua to Jesus? Before we talk about that, you know... There are some people like myself who growing up saw other people named Jesus's name, but the Spanish version of Jesus's name, like Jesus, and had a little attitude about it. Like, wait a minute, man, I ain't going to call you that because I didn't know that other people were named Jesus and that was an allowable thing. I didn't know that Jesus was the same name as Joshua. Mm. It's the same name. Jesus, Joshua, Jesus, 
Jesus, Yeshua, right? Um, if Joshua and Jesus are in the same room and they're calling each other, basically it's the pot calling the cannabis green. <laughs> I know that was a really silly pun. Only my wife would laugh at that. Hey, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> don't take that as an endorsement, you know, for, for smoking weed, because that's not even what we're here for right now. Um, but now my question to you is, what does the name Jesus mean anyway? Jesus. Call his name Jesus. He now, shall be great. Since you ask, <laughs> Jesus, it literally means Yah will save. So maybe not exactly Jesus means that, but the the Hebrew version of that name means that. The Aramaic version. Now, how did we arrive at Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. From Joshua. Well, it wasn't always Joshua either. There's a lot of people that go on and they debate and talk about how there's no J in the time that Jesus was around and so Jesus wasn't even real. He he didn't exist back then because there was no J. They may, that means that these people just made him up over time. Well, guess what, people? What? Guess what? Just because there wasn't a J does not mean that Jesus didn't exist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now this goes out to all my, my my woke brothers and sisters who uh, stopped believing in Jesus because there was no J during the time that Jesus existed. I, I get it, I get it, and you know I mean that that sounds like some reasonable logic. However, Jesus is an English name derived from a Hebrew name. English might not have even existed at that time, so of course. The name Jesus itself didn't exist. Jesus, right? We translate that to Spanish or Latin. You have a a form of Jesus floating around. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, right, it was broken down into another type of Latin language, which was uh, Greek. And that was Iesus. Mm -hmm. Iesus was the Greek representation of the Hebrew name Yeshua. Yeshua was a more modernized version of the name Yehoshua. Yehoshua goes back to Yahoshaya. Break it on down. Yaho, right, is a short version or is a short representation of God's own name. How do we know that? Yah, the word at the end of hallelujah, Yah, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Is the short form of God's own name. We don't exactly know his name, and that's something we could talk about in another podcast. However, it is represented by four letters. Y-H-W-H. And people have speculated that that YHWH uh, stood for Yahweh. Mm-hmm. And then they also called that Yahoah. And the W also 
is represented as a V sometimes. So it would be Yahovah or Yahweh. And, you know, so we don't know. That's the God honest. But they tell you to call God, God and Lord, you know, and, and God, Lord. But those aren't his names. Those are titles. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So Yaho is a representation of God's name. God, Yah, that's his name, Yah. Mm-hmm. That's his short name, at least, right? And then, Shua. That is also a, a Hebrew word. And that Hebrew word represents, take a guess, salvation. Mm-hmm. Because, remember, Jesus, or Yeshua, or Yahoshua, or Yahoshaya, Means Yah will save. Yes. Jesus, his name was a prophecy in itself. His name was a prophecy in itself that God was coming to save mankind. I hear you asking yourself, right? I hear you. I hear you out there, people in podcast land. Mm -hmm. How do we get from ghetto names to Jesus and God will save? Right? Isn't, Isn't that your question? Like, is this a bait and switch? No, absolutely not. That's not my thing. I'm not that guy. Okay. We're still talking about quote unquote ghetto names. A lot of these unique black American names Mm -hmm. have a representation of God's own very name in them. Huh? That's the connection. Yes. That's the connection. The very fact that these so-called ghetto names have a representation of God's name in them is the reason why we're on this topic right now. Like at the end of the word, hallelujah, Mm -hmm. the suffix I a H or Y a H one can argue that it is a summoning of God himself. The suffix, if that's at the end of a person's name, Mm -hmm. it is almost like you're calling on God when you call that person's name. Not that that person is God, but you are still invoking his name when you're saying that person's name. Like Isaiah, right? Mm -hmm. Jeremiah, Mm -hmm. Amiah, Amiah, Sariah. When you're saying these names... It is like you're invoking God's very own name. Now, the short representation of God's name, like we said before, is that Mm Y-A-H. The Jamaicans, they say what? Ja. Ja. Almighty Ja. Mm -hmm. You hear me? I say mine. Yeah. (laughs) All right, man. Ja the Almighty. M. Kombach. You hear me? I say Mm -hmm. So Jah as well is the same representation of God's name. There was a singer by the name of Aaliyah. Her name had God's name in it. Um, the short version of his name. And this name, at least a version of this name, mm-hmm. is used by Jewish people. It's a term for the right of return to Israel for Jewish people. It is also used by Jewish people 
to designate the honor of being called up to read the Torah. So, Aliyah, awesome name, Hebrew name. Sounds very unique. Black people name. <laughs> uh, not that nobody else has this name or nobody else uses this name. However, I'm letting you know that there are names that people coin as ghetto and hood and, and, and too black or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they actually do have value. Yes. That's the point of this here. Another suffix is Isha. Now, the Ishas are made fun of time and time again by people who don't understand mm. that Isha in Hebrew literally means girl. Mm. Is that simple enough? Yeah. Very, That's very clear. Pretty straightforward. Isha. You can go with E-S-H-A-I-S-H-A, E-I-S-H-A, you know, I-E-S-H-A, Isha. Isha means girl in Hebrew. Another suffix commonly used amongst black folks that can be also considered to be Hebrew is L, the suffix, the end of the name. L and the variation Elah, E-L-A-H, mm. is a title given to deity, very much like the English word God. El essentially means God. Now, there's another version or form of El that's often used in uh, black names. E-L-L-E. E-L-L-E. This isn't Hebrew. That is French, actually. Hmm. And in French, guess what it means? What? She. Girl. She. <laughs> it means she. Words with Q-U, right? We got a lot of Shaquanas and, and, and Quitas and, and, and fellas named Marquise. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, these are French names. Hmm. Or they have uh, French Portions of them. They're they're made up of, you know, French prefixes, suffixes, and and you know, sometimes that, that very middle portion that I don't know what kind of fix that is, but that, that portion, that fix there mm-hmm. <laughs> that portion can be identified a lot of times as a French word, has a French etymological root. Mm. The prefix lay L E and the prefix la, L-A, mm-hmm. also have French derivation. It's a designator as the. My point isn't that every parent knew what they were naming their child. Mm-hmm. That's not my point. I'm not even going to pretend with you that that's what it was. I think that they chose names that they thought were unique. They chose names that they liked. Just like everybody else chooses names that they like for their child. Right. Whether they know what it means or not. That's right. My point is that a lot of them are unique and they can still have value in them just as they are. Yes. Like Lakeisha. Lakeisha can be broken down into Hebrew. Lock, which means fresh or unused. Mm-hmm. And then we already talked about Isha. Isha means girl. Girl. So she's a fresh girl. <laughs> Tamisha 
that can also be broken down into two Hebrew words. Tom, meaning complete, mm -hmm. and Isha, meaning girl. Complete girl. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's wrong with that? Nothing. But would you give them an interview? That's, that's you know, this is, the whole thing here is ghetto names aren't a reason to disqualify somebody. Right? right. You can use Google, right? Mm -hmm. And honestly, this is, this is again... You know, being wide open about all this stuff. You can go to Google and you can basically attribute a meaning to a name. Um, and it can come from almost any cultural background like Chinese, right? You can break it down into Chinese. I'm sure you can break some of the names down to... Um, to to uh, French, you can break some names down to Arabic, um, but some names are inherently specific to a certain culture. That's true. Like Danielle, that's very, very, very French. DeAndre, DeAndre, that's very French as well. Mm. Jerome is European too. Tyrone, same thing. Wow. But these names are often thought to be ghetto or hood now also being honest some names have no real redeemable value and that still doesn't make the person without value that's right there was this one fellow in the bible who whose name is jabez and jabez he was in first chronicles first chronicles is filled with begots First Chronicles chapter 4 verses 9 and 10 mm -hmm. is where we get a look at Jabez. And we'll see what the scripture says about Jabez. Okay, so First Chronicles 4 9 says, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Now, his mother named him a pain. <laughs> Man. <laughs> his mother said that you are a pain. And mm -hmm. he prayed against that. But God blessed him when he prayed, when he sought God. Mm-hmm. When he, when he chased after God's face, God took that ghetto name and said, you are still honorable. Mm -hmm. Right there in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, God exalted him. And now his name is written in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And he didn't take his circumstances and allow his circumstances to dog him out just because his name didn't have any real redeemable value. But today... There's book after book written about the prayer of Jabez. Yes. Essentially, you know, one can say that Jabez had a ghetto name. Also, we're going to take a look at one of the 12 sons of Israel in Genesis chapter 35. Genesis chapter 35 verses 17 through 18. Um, this son was born to Rachel. She, she was actually the one that Israel wanted to marry from uh, Laban's house. 
Mm-hmm. But he ended up marrying Leah before her, accidentally. Accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, he ended up marrying Rachel. And uh, this is Rachel's second son that we're reading about. Okay. So Genesis chapter 35 verse 17 says, Now it came to pass when she was in hard labor that the midwife said to her, Do not fear, you will have this son also. And so it was, as her soul was departing, for she died, that she called his name Benami, but his father called him Benjamin. Benoni. Benoni. Benoni means son of my pain or son of my sorrow because she was dying and she was in pain. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Like you made your son a memorial of your pain. Yeah, I get it. Like it is kind of about you, but not <laughs> fully about you. Like his whole life can't be about the fact that you were in pain. Right. You know, that's. And so um, his father renamed him Benjamin. Benjamin means son of favor. So he went from son of my pain to son of favor. Wow. His dad renamed him. Now, what's the point of uh, Jabez and and Benjamin or Jabez and Benoni? Benoni, he had his father, you know, actually, you know, give him a a new name with with a stronger and better meaning than what his mother gave him. Mm -hmm. But Jabez, he sought God about his name that nobody changed and God blessed him. Indeed. It says mm-hmm. that God honored his request. Very request. Now we bring these two brothers up to you to let you know that God wants to extend his favor to you. Yes. That doesn't mean that all of life will go well and be comfortable, but that your relationship with God will be. Yes. You, whether you believe or not, are valued. You're you're valuable to God. Absolutely. Whether or not you believe, that's why He sent Jesus to die on the cross for you. Your value to God is what made Him, you know, sacrifice His own Son on the cross. Yes. Now, people might call you all kinds of stuff, but the whole purpose for Him sending Jesus. The walking fulfillment of prophecy to die for your sins. The reason why he did that is so that he can call you his own. Yes. God, what does God call you? That's the question at the end of the day. It don't matter what your name is. It don't matter how hood it is. It doesn't matter if we can find value for it looking on Google or digging through a Strong's uh, exhaustive concordance, right? And finding the Hebrew words, Hebrew meanings for your name, those things, you know, they they may have value amongst men, but at the end of the day, we want to find where that value is to God. Right. You know, whether or not you have a good reputation with mankind, that's one thing. And obviously that's something that we all want. We all want to be known for the good and the righteous things that we do. Mm -hmm. You know, um, some people want to be known for just having money, you know, whatever. Not going to get into all that. But we want to be known for the good that we've done. But 
How are you known to God? That's the question at the end of the day. That's what's important. The most important. Okay. So that's that's the number one takeaway. But now I'm going to holler at you parents. You need to know and give your kids meaning with their names. Yeah. Parents, you should absolutely know what your kid's name means. And when you're giving the name to your child... It should be something that's of value to you and that you think will be of value to your child. Children, know that your name has value even if you're the one that establishes the value in your name by how you live. Yes. Your name has value. Now, values can can go up and values can also go down. So, (laughs) you're making the value. Even if your parent gave you a great name... Um, you establish the value in that name. Like, oh yeah, here come that Israel. Or they'd be like, oh yeah, there go Israel. You know what I mean? It could, it could go either way. It can go either way. Especially with the Israel in the Bible. <laughs> uh, it definitely went both ways for that fella. Maybe we, my wife and I will never know the meaning of, you know, Macintosh. We might, might not ever know what Macintosh means or even who Macintosh was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I certainly know the reputation of the product. Yep. Shout out to all my Ishas, uh my Eyas and the Quans. Ishas, Eyas and Quans out there. I want to tell you that God wants you to be his product. Yes. Be a product of God. You know, hold your head up mm-hmm. and do your part. Do your family proud, no matter what they say about your name. Yes. You don't have to resort to, you know, illegal activity just because somebody doesn't want to hire you. You keep pressing on, you know what I mean? You make something happen. You can start buying candy from the store and selling it and, and so you're able to do something different. You know, there's there's always something that you can do. Start your you know, own. trust God and, and seek his face and, and let God lead you. You know, um, no matter what your name is, your name can be valuable. Yes. Much like LeBron, which is a, a French sort of a name. I don't know the meaning of LeBron. But that's a French sounding name, you know what I mean? But he's a great ball player. We know this, we know this fella. We know of Carmelo. You know? Um, we know of DeAndre Jordan. We know of Kanye. What is your name gonna say about you? What, what are you gonna do? What's your reputation gonna be? And then are people after you gonna wanna name their kids your unique name? My mind is made up about the matter until God says otherwise. This brief glimpse of scripture is not meant to make up your mind for you, but perhaps present to you things your pastor won't tell you. I'm your brother Israel Benjamin. We just wanted to let you know that God loves you and so do we. God bless.